BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. So I was in court today watching Donald Trump's lawyer argue desperately that the House Select Committee investigating the January 6th attack should not be given evidence that might show what Donald Trump had to do with that attack. And I watched Judge Tanya Chutkin eviscerate each and every argument made by Donald Trump's lawyer. Let's talk about that. Because justice matters. Hey all, Glenn Kirshner here. So I was in court today watching Judge Tanya Chutkin just completely dismantle every argument made by Trump's lawyer, Justin Clark, when Clark was desperately trying to stop the House Select Committee, and by extension, we the people, from getting its hands on what very likely is deeply damaging, incriminating information about Donald Trump's role in the insurrection. And here's where I have to start the video today. Um, Yesterday, I did a video about what we can expect in today's hearing, and here's what I said. So Donald Trump's lawyers just filed a brief in court falsely suggesting that both the FBI and a Senate committee have cleared him of all wrongdoing in connection with the insurrection. I suspect the presiding judge, Tanya Chutkin, will probably have some questions for Donald Trump's lawyers in that regard. And then, here's how it played out today in court. Judge Chutkin asked Justin Clark, Trump's lawyer, his authority for putting in his brief the, quote, startling claim, those are Judge Chutkin's words, the startling claim that the FBI had cleared Trump of wrongdoing in connection with the January 6th attack. Clark admitted that he took that from a Reuters news article. Now, friends, we were all masked up in court today, including the judge, but I didn't have to see all of Judge Chutkin's face to gauge her reaction because I heard her scoff at the idea that a lawyer would make such a bold assertion in a legal brief filed in court that the FBI had cleared Donald Trump of all wrongdoing, a lawyer would make that assertion based on some anonymous source reporting in a Reuters article. So what were some of the arguments made by Donald Trump's lawyers today in court? Well. He said, you know, Judge Chutkin, this case involves a dispute between the branches of government. Judge Chutkin said, wait a minute, no it doesn't, because the executive branch, as represented by President Biden, and the legislative branch, as represented by the House Select Committee, 
both branches want these documents disclosed. And then Judge Chutkin added for emphasis, this is perhaps a rare instance of harmony between the branches. So she shot that argument down. Next, well, then Justin Clark, Trump's lawyer, argued that Donald Trump would be harmed by the release of these materials. Judge Chutkin said, how will Donald Trump be harmed? And the lawyer backed up and said, well, well, the office of the presidency, the institution would be harmed. Judge Chutkin said, okay, who gets to decide whether the institution of the presidency would be harmed? Well, under the Presidential Records Act, it's the current president who makes that decision, not any former president. And Joe Biden has said that these records should be disclosed in the public interest. So she shot that argument down. And then Trump's lawyer argued, well, at least, Judge, you should have to review each and every document, thousands of them, personally, and make a decision about each one, whether it should be disclosed or it shouldn't be disclosed. And Judge Chutkin said, okay, other than slowing the process down to a snail's pace, what would that accomplish? And in re response, Trump's lawyer had bupkis. And when the Trump lawyer suggested that, you know, there's really no legislative purpose for all of this stuff that the House Select Committee is doing, here is what Judge Chutkin shot back. Are you saying that the president's notes, talking points, telephone conversations on January 6th have no relation to the matter which Congress is considering legislation? The riot happened in the Capitol. This is literally Congress's house. So by the end of the hearing, it seemed pretty clear that Judge Chutkin is likely to reject Donald Trump's attempts to keep these documents, this evidence, secret, to keep it away from the House Select Committee, and by extension, away from we the people. And the next question then becomes, what happens when Donald Trump appeals Judge Chutkin's ruling? And there are two things that I think we should tackle quickly. One, do the documents go over while the appeal continues? Or does the court stay production of the documents? In other words, say, well, I've ruled against you, but I'm not gonna require the National Archives to turn the documents over just yet. I'm gonna let you appeal my decision. The court does not have to stay production of the documents. The court can say, I ruled, the documents are going over, and you can continue to appeal if you like. In fact, the court can fashion what's called a protective order, directing that the documents will go to the House Select Committee, but the House Select Committee can only do certain things with them until the appeal has run its course. Like maybe they can't distribute them, maybe they can't question witnesses based on them just yet, but let's get the justice ball rolling. The other question is, have the courts learned their lesson or will they continue to let nefarious litigants weaponize the delay in the court? 
It's a related question to the production of documents. Hopefully, just as Judge Chutkin just litigated this at light speed and it looks like she's going to issue a ruling at light speed, let's hope the appellate court does the same. Don't let Donald Trump play games. Don't. The courts shouldn't let themselves be used to the nefarious litigants' end to delay matters, to run out the clock. Let's hope the courts have learned their lesson because the stakes are too high. The consequences to our democracy are too severe and because justice matters. Friends, as always, thank you for tuning in to these daily videos. You can also get them in podcast form, audio only. Just go wherever you ordinarily get your podcasts. And if you'd like to support our all-volunteer efforts here at Justice Matters, our mission, our content, feel free to go over to patreon.com. You can sign up to become a patron. And if you do, I'll send you some Team Justice stickers and a personal handwritten note of thanks. And as always, friends, please stay safe, please stay tuned, and I look forward to talking with you all again tomorrow.